Well, after more than a year worshiping online, you may remember we returned to gather for worship in the sanctuary on Pentecost of 2021. It was May 23rd. And I realize that may seem like a long time ago for some of you, and just last week for others. I am grateful that we are now able to gather safely for worship and to still have the opportunity for those who are not able to be downtown for one reason or another to join us online. Yet there were some unexpected blessings when we weren't gathering and when our best, most caring option was a recorded service. Now, one blessing was the delight of looking for familiar faces during the pre-recorded videos of hymns from worship services in the year 2019 and earlier. While we were quarantined at home, it was lovely to see families and friends in their usual spots in the pews and really tender to see the faces of those who had died. Now, for me, watching Bo Jacobs work, weaving together recently recorded liturgy and music with hymns that were previously recorded, it was a reminder of the fullness of the community of faith. I got to know this church family through the hymns each week, and I learned where many of you prefer to sit in the pews. Old and young, those who have been members for decades and those who were just visiting that one week, the cameras often panned through the sanctuary during the hymns, able to see the full congregation. I got a glimpse of this church family from my living room, seeing the beloved saints who are still present in memory and hearts, even if they are no longer able to sing among us. Now those pre-recorded hymns are a glimpse of the church universal, and today we celebrate that church as we honor All Saints Sunday. Today, we remember that our church family stretches back beyond those worshiping with us here and online. It includes loved ones who have met their final rest and ancestors of the faith that we read about in Scripture. Our church family includes all the parishioners and pastors who have gathered in this sacred space to worship a loving God since 1845. And we trust that with God's guidance, this church family will continue beyond our own lives. And today, today we remember that the church is bigger than any one particular congregation or any one moment in time. God's gathered people include generations and the full geography of the globe. On this All Saints Sunday, I pray that you will feel the fullness of the church.
including saints sitting near you and those whose memory fills your heart. Now today's second scripture is a letter written to the early church with hope that they too will sense the fullness of the church and their connections with the community of saints. I'll have you know that scholars debate whether it was actually Paul who wrote the letter and whether it was meant for the church in Ephesus or was meant to be passed around to house churches in the general region. But with the Spirit's leading, I hope that you will focus on the content and intent on the part of this letter we read today. This prayer for the early church is still good news for us. So listen now to how the Spirit is calling in the first chapter of Ephesians, starting with verse 15. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe, according to the working of his great power? God put this power to work in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now we hear a prayer of thanksgiving for God's plan for the faithful and praise for Christ as the head of the church. This prayer lifts up the importance of community and the strength that we find in the collective. When we consider the needs of the church right now and in our nation and across the world, we too seek a spirit of wisdom and revelation as we come to know God and understand God's word. Such a message of unity in and through Christ is a balm to our weary ears. We seek wisdom and God's presence as we navigate how to be the body of Christ in a divided country with the planet in peril, an ongoing war and violence near and far. Like the early church of the first century, we too are praying for God's wisdom and power to guide us. And when our hope falters, 
the hope of our church family can lift us up. Now this week we head into another election and as Christians, I hope you vote and I hope you vote with the eyes of your heart enlightened and with hope for God's world to become our reality. Like the saints of the early church, we are called to live with the eyes of our heart enlightened, holding on to the hope of our calling and the strength we gain from our inheritance and connections to the saints who have gone before us and the saints who are among us today. Now, the church is a reminder that together we can accomplish far more than we can alone. With the communion of saints, we can risk for justice and work for peace with more strength than if we attend, attempt to forge ahead as lone rangers. Now, there is an old Hasidic tale that tells of the disciple who asked his rabbi the meaning of community one evening when they were all sitting around the fireplace. The rabbi sat in silence while the fire died down to a pile of glowing coals. And then he got up and he took one coal out from the pile and he set it apart on the hearth and its fire and warmth soon died out. Beloved of God, we need each other. Through the community of saints, we gain fire and warmth, wisdom and revelation, courage and hope, and the strength to carry on in the struggle. This letter to the early church reminds us today of the importance of community, those in our midst in this moment and those who have laid the foundation for our faith. Now today's scripture also emphasizes the power of God and the power God gives Christ as the head of the church. God grants Christ power over all others power over death, and above all rule and authority and power and dominion, not only now, but also in the age to come. Now we in the church also have God's power available to us. Pastor, pastor and one of my dear mentors, Bob Dunham, writes about this passage. We may protest that we are not up to the task, that we lack the courage and the strength necessary to live faithfully in such tumultuous times. But to such protests, the Ephesian letter serves as a reminder of whose power is at work in the life and witness of the church. God is at power through the Lordship of Jesus Christ who leads the church. Now, I recognize it may be hard to discern and difficult to believe, but we are not the first faithful to question the power of the Creator. The disciples, well, they were often confused. 
Now, God's people complained against Moses in the desert. So if you have questions about God's power at play on earth, then you are in good company among the communion of saints. Ephesians gives us another example in scripture when God's power is beyond our human understanding. And we are encouraged to see with our heart and to seek understanding. Now, one place we seek understanding and see with our hearts is at the Lord's table. Today, we gather again to share the joyful feast of the people of God. Christ invites us to share this sacred meal, not just with those who worship with us, but also with the communion of saints. A beautiful example of such communion is the closing scene in the what is now old movie, Places in the Heart. The people of a small town in Texas are gathered together for worship, with the women all wearing hats and the men all wearing ties. They sing the hymn, This is My Story, and then they hear the passage from 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful. Love never ends, comes ringing from the pulpit. And as the choir sings in the garden, the trays of bread and the cups of juice are passed along the pews. And as the camera follows the bread and the cup through the congregation, you see the trays being passed between black and white, shared between those who have died and those who are still living. It is a scene of God's grace and mercy, of forgiveness and community among regular people, regular saints, when we see it with our hearts, even if it's beyond our understanding. So today, on this All Saints Sunday, I invite you to take a deep breath and to think about the saints you wish were sitting next to you with whom you could pass the bread and the cup today. Today, as you gaze at the images of these saints made of mosaic and art behind the Lord's table, I invite you to think about whose presence would add warmth and fire to your heart. Whose face would add to the fullness of the church and the joy of this sacred meal for you today. As Kathy plays, I invite you to see the faces of those saints in the eyes of your heart.
Alleluia. Now, beloved of God, as we celebrate the meal Christ shared with his friends, we celebrate the power of God and the communion of saints and the fullness of the church. We give thanks for our place here at the table, and we work together for the whole world to know the promise of God's love for all creation. Now may this joyful feast be a reminder for us all, here and across time, that God's will cannot be defeated, that God's love knows no bounds. Ephesians remind us, reminds us that this was true in the first century, and it is true for us today. Thanks. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God of all generations, we give you thanks for your love that never ends. We praise you for the communion of saints, which inspires us and connects us. Inspire us to follow Christ with courage and hope, we pray. Lead us to see with our hearts and to listen to your voice above all others. We pray by the power of the Spirit. Amen.